0: from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Welcome back, everybody, inside the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I am super, super excited because I have had Nicklin Hames at the top of my list of someone that I wanted to get on this podcast since we launched it, and what a time to to bring you in um, because, hey, big announcement coming from you. I know fans were super excited to see you back. Uh, Congratulations on a great season, too, by the way. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. So coming out, you're coming back, uh, but in a new role, tell us a little bit about it and the, the decision process and all the details. We want all the details, all the details. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, yeah, so I talked to coach after season. Um, we kind of just discussed what I wanted for my future and I want to go into coaching and I was going to have the opportunity to be a GA here and to learn under John Cook and and Jalen and Kelly. I mean what else could you ask for? I mean, they're great coaches and so being able to learn under them, um, that went into it a lot because I, I really want to be a coach. And then, you know, I love this team, I love this place, I love this program. Um, and so when I when I thought about it, just leaving here for just even six months, I, I, I couldn't because um, I've built roots here and I love this place. And so I decided that if I did come back, it, I would be in a different role. Um, I'm not exactly sure what that role is going to look like. Um, I won't be setting, but probably some defense, some back row. We'll see if I can still pass. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna practice that. Um, but you know, I don't have all the huge expectations for my role. You know, I, I'm gonna be a leader, someone that people can lean on and talk to, and. Um, if that means I'm on the bench cheering my butt off for my teammates and I'm happy doing that and I'm excited about this new role because I think it'll give me a different perspective than I've had the past four years.
0: Yeah, why are you kind of okay with, you know, not going out as a setter and doing whatever, whatever that role kind of entails moving forward, but why were you okay with that and and why was that something you were interested in doing?
1: Yeah, um, I was okay with it. I mean, it's obviously hard to process at first because i've been a setter basically my entire life um but once i thought about what i really wanted long term it, it just made sense and i've really had my time um as setter here at the program and i want what's best for this program going forward and, and that's what's best for this program and i have full faith in Ani and kennedy i mean they're going to be amazing and i'm excited to be able to help them um really understand what it's like going into that role because i went in my freshman year and it, it, it was a lot it was stressful and um, to be able to support them um, during their time to uh, get out there.
0: It, it was one thing that I, I really noticed right away, just, you know, the setters, you guys are all really close, and it's, it's kind of like a quarterback room a little bit, and, and Ani talked about how you guys all kind of put in a lot of extra work together, you watch a lot of film together and and whatnot, and so, um, you know, with Kennedy and her, you know, she came in such highly touted. How excited are you to be able to help her and kind of help her step into this role? Because there is, it's, there's a lot of pressure being a setter at Nebraska.
1: Yeah, uh, first of all, I do love our setter group. We call it a little setter group. We all have our <laughs> little matching shirts. <laughs> all the other positions are like, why can't we get shirts? It's, it's a setter thing. Only setters <laughs> get the shirts. But yeah, you know, coming in my freshman year, I had great leadership and support from Kenzie and Michaela Fecky. And that me- meant the world to me. You know, when you come in at Nebraska, Expectation is to win championships, and it's hard when you're in that setter position because you know, if a setter has a bad day, everyone has a bad day. Um, and so, I'm excited to offer that support and that knowledge and what I learned my freshman year going through it because it can be a lot, but if you have someone there to support you and um, help you through it, it, it makes it a lot easier.
0: We've, all, we've seen what Ani can do, obviously, but Kennedy's one that we didn't get to see a lot of last year. So what does the future maybe look like? What's the ceiling like for Kennedy?
1: Oh, it's so high. I mean, <laughs> she is so talented. Me and Ani are always so jealous of her because she's the biggest hands, and so the ball just comes out beautifully. And, I mean, she's a stud, and she's worked so hard to get back. Um, I know it was a really hard journey for her with her, with her ACL and um, coming back from that. And so I'm just excited to see her in that position and knowing that, like, she can just... Go for it and not feel um, held back by anything, and so I'm excited to because it. She's a stud. I mean, she's just such a great athlete too. So I'm excited to see um, where where she can reach.
0: Okay, let's uh, go back and reflect a little bit. Um, When you guys walked off the court for the final time, coming up just short, what was the feeling? I mean, did you because what a season and what a run and you guys really came together and you had to be proud of, of where you got, but then I know you probably were disappointed that it didn't, it wasn't a national title. Right?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, when you lose by three points, it stinks because you look back on all the plays and you're like, what could I have done? What three points could we have gotten back? Um, but then that kind of turns into a whirlwind and, and it, It's a lot to process like that. Um, This actually has happened to me twice now. My freshman year, we lost by three points. Um, But, you know, you just hug each other, you cry it out. Uh, I love a good cry, you know, get those emotions out. And then um, just honestly, I reflected on how great the season was. I mean, if you would have told us at the beginning of the season that we'd be playing for a national championship and we'd lose by three points, I don't think a lot of people would have believed you. Um, And it just, towards the end, the momentum and the joy that we had playing with each other I, it made it so special and I was super proud you know we we hadn't played Wisconsin that good maybe my entire career here um, and for us to go out there and play like we did I was just super proud to be part of that team.
0: What about just, I mean, all the records that were set this year with, you know, the, the TV audiences. I mean, that happened twice with you guys in Wisconsin and, and the attendance and um, just, you know, the, the growth and the, how much people paid attention to what you guys did this season and the sport this year. I mean, that's going to make you feel really good.
1: Yeah, it does. Um, I'm just happy that people are, are paying attention to women's sports. I mean, volleyball is so fun to watch and... I don't even think I realized it so, till I went home, and people would come up to me from my hometown and be like, "We watched your game," and I was like, "Oh, I didn't even know you liked volleyball." And so, I think just for future generations, like th- this was a huge step this year.
0: So the the time in Austin uh, when you guys just punch your ticket to the Final Four, you guys are playing just. Crazy good vibe on it. Kind of seemed like that's when everything peaked for you guys. Did it feel like that 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 was coming that weekend? Yeah, um, I felt
1: like this year overall we hadn't gone out and played how we did in practice, and finally that game on the biggest stage we finally did, and that game meant a lot because the past two years that's the game that we've lost in the tournament, and we just always didn't play our best and we didn't go for it and we kind of scared away in those situations and at texas in that environment we went for it and and the outcome was great and so I was a huge hurdle to get over and our like the joy that our team had i think that's when our team really unified together and, and we we said we're all playing with one heart and i think that was the game that started it all
0: you had mentioned that a lot of people probably would have doubted that you would walk off the court with the three-point loss to Wisconsin in the national championship game after those three losses, and there were there were people, you know, all around volleyball and and across the country. Well, maybe this isn't Nebraska's year. Maybe it'll be next year. Whatever it might be. So after those three losses in a row, take me inside the locker room and kind of what I don't think you guys ever really were panicked, even though people maybe were shocked at the outcome because it seemed like it was a work in progress. Did you guys? at all think, uh-oh, what's going on here, or did you kind of have faith in, in what was coming?
1: Yeah, uh, we had faith in what was coming. Um, it's hard, though, especially at Nebraska when you lose, um, especially when we lost those three in a row. I remember after the Louisville game, we sat down in the locker room and we talked for two hours um, just about the expectations and what needed to change, um, and we had worked all summer on holding each other accountable and Picking that aspect up a little bit, and we weren't doing that, and there were some things that needed to change and we had that conversation and and from there, I think the faith and the belief um, was there and you know it was it was up and down, but throughout it all we, we had each other's backs, and I think that's the most important thing um, with teams you know if you lose, the team kind of gets separated whereas I felt we had got closer and so towards the end of the season we had that momentum we had um, that joy and that love uh, of playing with each other.
0: I thought it was really special to watch all season long. Um how much you guys uh, came together, but were so supportive of the freshmen. Because it can be a lot of times with teams like that where there's so much talent, it could be divided, there could be jealousy, there could be a lot of issues internally. But I thought it was so neat to watch how you guys lifted up and supported, and you wanted the best out of those freshmen. I mean, how special was that to be a part of? I know you played a big part of that, but a lot of the leaders on this team were okay with maybe being outshined by the freshmen at times.
1: Yeah, um, I just think that goes to, like, our culture. Um, Coming in, it's always we over me. Um, That's always the top priority, and whoever's out there, we're going to support them 100%. And, um, I mean, those freshmen came in, they're they're studs, and, you know, they they really worked extremely hard, and um, to see them doing so great out there, I mean, it was was just awesome. Because I've been in that position freshman year. It can be really stressful, but I thought they handled it so good.
0: I mean, Lexi Rodriguez, and you guys really fed off of each other. It seemed like um, out there on the court, she all kinds of accolades, all kinds of records. Was there times that you were even wowed by some of the things that she did? Yeah, I mean, she surprised me every day. I, like <laughs>
1: she gets a ball up, and I'm like, "How did you even get that? Like, how did you even know the ball was gonna go there?" Um, she's just the cutest little human ever. We call it, <laughs> She's a little human. She's so cute. I mean, and. You would never know that she won those awards if, like, we didn't see it online or anything. That's just the type of person she is, and um, she, she's great. I mean, yeah, but she, I think she wowed, wows everyone every day.
0: <laughs> is that kind of like contagious for a team when you have someone that's you know going all out defensively like that? And, and I know it, it can be a big momentum swing, but it seemed like you know, again, you guys were all just left and right making digs that I don't think a lot of people. Well, most people can't do it, but it just kind of seemed like you guys fed off of each other in that aspect.
1: Yeah. I mean, when you see your teammate diving for the ball and, like, saving and getting this grade up, you're like, I want to do that, too. Like, I want to just keep this ball off the floor. And, you know, we had this Legion of Boom thing in the back row um, this year, which I thought was really cool. And we had great defense back there. And, and it's really deflating for other teams when they play us. I mean, I can't even imagine being a hitter against us. Or, hitting like, hitting Alexi Rodriguez, I can't even imagine. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh. She dug that one again.
0: <laughs> so what's the one thing you'll remember about this team specifically?
1: I would just say the growth um, and the resiliency and uh, just the fight. I thought this year we had so much fight and, and growth.
0: Uh, I, th- so that's last year. And I want to talk about you and your future and, and um, kind of get more of your backstory as well. But uh, people love watching you play because you, you're you competitive, you are emotional. Um, I mean, I think people love when you see that fire. I mean, that's kind of the Venus, right? I mean, showing that fire. Um, where does that come from? Where does that competitiveness, that fire come from?
1: Yeah, I, I, I wish I knew, but my entire life I've just been so competitive. Um, I don't know if it's because I had parents um, who played in sports and I was around it all the time, but I think as I got older, a lot of people kind of doubted me a little bit. Um, they're like, oh, she's not tall enough, not athletic enough. And so I was like, okay, well then I'm going to be more competitive than you, more fiery, more. So I had to bring that aspect, um, to kind of play with the the height issue.
0: So were you always kind of that, that fiery on the court or did that come later?
1: I was always fiery. So did,
0: was there times that you had to be reined back that you had coaches or your parents were like, hey, cool it a little bit or were you, was it always just kind of, you knew the line to tread? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I probably when I was younger, I was probably a little bit too competitive. I'm like 11, like yelling at girls and they're like crying. But yeah, I probably had to rein it back a little bit when I was younger.
0: I mean, I think people relate to that. I mean, they loved it because it shows that you care and you're passionate about it. Uh, You are leaving as the all time assist leader. I mean, you know, at the time you didn't even know that it was coming. I don't think you're just so focused on your team and. Uh, you know it probably takes a minute for that to set in but of all the the names and the people that have come through here I mean how what does that feel like to be at the top of that list it's it's just an honor and like you said there's been so many great
1: elite setters to come through this program that the fact that I even got that accomplishment is just amazing and that's all credits to my teammates because I couldn't have done it without them
0: So, you know, at the top, you talked about that you wanted to get into coaching. When did that become something that you wanted to do?
1: Yeah, so both my parents are coaches and they run their own volleyball club. So I've literally been around it since probably I was born, came out of the womb in a gym. So um, I just saw the impact that they had on young girls' lives and the community in general. And I want to be able to do that and give back. Um, I've gained so much knowledge from playing here at Nebraska and my entire career and I want to give that back and um, I've had those great coaches that make that impact on you for life and I want to be able to do that.
0: We've seen, look at Coach Cook's coaching tree, I mean all over, just successful coaches literally all over. What do you think it is, I mean and even Kelly said that she learned so much when she transitioned from being that player to the coach so I'm sure it will be the same for you but that People learn from him in the coaching aspect. Not just, you know, he doesn't just turn out great players, but he also turns out great coaches. Why do you think that is?
1: I don't know. That's a great question. I mean, he has such a growth mindset and he's always trying to learn. I think that can be contagious. And then everyone's really bought into what he's doing. Um, and, you know, we do a lot at Nebraska of like the aspect of like uh, film and nutrition and all everything that goes into being a volleyball player. And I think when you experience that here, it helps you at the next level and helps you with coaching.
0: So, and then when I first got here and, and I'd actually coach Hildebrand, which uh, I know you guys were, were sad to see him go, but excited, uh, you know, with Coach Reyes and, and Kelly coming in, but um, he had talked about how um, incredible it was to watch your growth as um mentally even just that you kind of had a a, a big journey that you kind of went through um and i had talked to you about it in the summer but i, I don't know if a lot of fans maybe know that that just the process of how you got to the point that you were playing at not just this year but but things kind of all came together for you last spring can you kind of take us through that journey yeah uh, it, it's a long one and it, it was
1: definitely filled with a lot of ups and downs and What all started Tyler pulled me into his office and he had a PowerPoint and I was like okay this is interesting and we went through the PowerPoint and that's where my nickname Phoenix came from because we were going to burn the old Nicklin setting style and a new one was going to come out of the ashes and we actually stood outside of Devaney and we burned old photos of me setting um but then we got into training and we broke it down to the most basic level and it was about using the ground using your legs and it would just be me and him in there or me and another setter um for like an hour two hours um throughout the entire fall because uh season got pushed back um and i remember on some days i would just think to myself like i think i might be getting worse um (laughs) instead of better and Tyler's all about trusting the process. And, you know, every day he would relay, like, okay, we just one step at a time, and then it's all gonna come together. Um, and so that whole fall, we we trained, I did a completely different new technique and setting. I tried to change as much as I could, and he was huge in that journey and just having my support or supporting me and having my back um, when on those days where it felt like I wasn't getting better. But then once it kind of all clicked and it all came together, I felt more free than I ever have before when I was setting. And I was out there just competing. I wasn't thinking about my setting. And that was the most special part about it. And we created our little setter group. And these bonds that I will, I will never forget um, that fall and that spring was one of the most special things I've ever been a part of just because of the growth. And one thing I love about Tyler is it's not just about the volleyball it's about how you can relate it to life and so there was all these lessons intertwined within the growth of the volleyball and um, I actually had coffee with him today makes me sad thinking about him leaving Um, but he was so huge on that that journey for me and just really opening me up and letting me go out there and be the competitor that I can be and um, I'm just I'm super grateful for it.
0: I mean, you you obviously have uh, such a great personality and and competitive, but just the mental part of that, that you said it it had to click for you and and I know you worked so hard physically, but the growth mentally that you kind of went through over these last four years, how much of a journey was that and a process and are you thankful for that as well?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I'm naturally like a control freak and love (laughs) everything to be perfect. And when you're in the setter position, that just can't be your mindset because you know you're gonna have bad sets you know out of you're gonna set a maybe I think I said 110 balls in the final you're bound to have like one or two three bad sets in there and so just learning that I don't have to be perfect when I'm out there um, and then it, and it also separating volleyball from my identity that took me a while to realize um, I think when you have them intertwined your self-confidence kind of goes down and I, I think I had gotten to a point um, there where everything in my life was about volleyball and my confidence weighed on whether we won or we lost or how I set in a game and so I've grown a lot to be able to separate that and I still struggle with it today um, but just being able to hey I'm me, I'm Nicklin and you know volleyball is something that I do, something that I love to do but it doesn't define who I am.
0: That's such a an important message and a powerful message. And you think about all the little girls that look up to you and, and maybe even hear this. I mean, you do you hope to maybe also pass that along even as you get into coaching that, that it is so much more than you are so much more than that, just a volleyball player?
1: Yeah, I think that will always be one of my top priorities is um, relaying that message because it took me so long to realize it. Um, and if you can get on the realizing it before you even get to college or w- when you're in middle school or when you're in high like knowing your worth outside of your sport is so important and just makes you way mentally happier because you're not defined by a game or a loss or a win
0: okay so um what's school look like for you i mean if you're gonna get your master's what's what's the master's ch- uh path of choice that's a great question everyone's been asking me that i i'm not a
1: hundred percent sure yet coach said he was working on trying to get like a coaching
0: program
1: so that would be really cool Um, but maybe leadership or psychology I did a minor in psych um, in my undergrad and I'll graduate in May Um, so we'll see
0: and then just for this team as you transition into this new role what's the spring look like you do sand volleyball but um, how do you feel like this team will come off the the you know runner-up finish and with so many young you know, talent that got a lot of good experience or how do you attack this spring?
1: I think we're going to be determined. Um, it's in Omaha this year. That, that's always big. Um, but I think we're just going to go into it. We're going to work really hard and then get back into season.
0: Well, Nicklin, uh, appreciate your time. Um, it's always great to talk with you. I know fans love hearing from you and they're excited that you'll be back for another year. Thank you.